I meant to tell you yesterday when I dropped Marlo off, there was a line wrapped around the street, the corner, and up top going into another street of people going to the YMCA to get their vaccine. It's the hottest club in town. I'm telling you. It's so <laughs> you think it'd be like, you think it'd be like limelight in the nineties in New York. Like, there was one guy in a construction outfit. There were people in Indian. There were people dressed up as cops. I don't know if they were real or not. But... Somebody like brought their turntable and they were spinning. It was really incredible. It's, it is greenhouse. It's, it's... greenhouse. And so <laughs> You did it. You did it. I mean, took it there, and I'm glad you went on the journey with us. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yes! Welcome back to Don't Tease the Animals. I'm Pam. And I'm Sarah, and we are live from Newsstand Studios in Rockefeller Plaza in New York City, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you so much. We love mm. our Joe. Mm. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> from across the Joe, room. He's very busy. He's, he's turning on. knobs. He's got a headset on. He's very busy. He just ate a snack. <laughs> uh, Peruge coming at you with a beyond relatable topic today. Oh. And two ridiculous games. Yeah, speaking of relatable, we know we've been kind of on a silly train lately. You know, we did our 90s episode last week. We did concerts. We did Galentine's Day, yada, yada, yada. But this week, if you can't tell from the episode title, there's lots of letters. There's lots of initials in there. We're going to go a little less silly and a little more practical, a little more current state of the world. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't want you to get it twisted. We're still going to be like a tiny bit silly. You're going to try and make it Smile. Sure. Yeah, totally. That's what we're Because that's how we do. That's just how we do. For sure. Um, I believe, I'm going to go ahead and say, like, this is our frontline appreciation episode, people. Boom. We have the ultimate pleasure (laughs) of introducing someone who's not only near and dear to my heart. I mean, by now I would have thrown her a goddamn parade, but alas, (laughs) COVID crowds, I get it. Um, (laughs) Listeners may actually recognize this guest from her appearance on ABC's COVID-19 special, Our New Reality, with <laughs> Diane Sawyer. Ooh. My God. Impressive. And her visit to the show, The Doctors, Damn. where she went home with some kick-ass swag. But she's going to tell us. I'm not going to take her thunder. Without further ado, please welcome Frontline Smoke Show and my bestie hero, Kelly Bradshaw. Yay! Oh, <laughs> yes. Instagram air horn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys, that's so nice. I think you overstate me, but thanks. Yay. Oh. First of all, we are not okay. worthy, and we're so happy to have you. Thank you for everything you you are doing as a frontline healthcare worker. First of all, first and foremost, we're so grateful. Um, you're grateful. you're like a hero to all of us. And secondly, um, I didn't know this until Pam was just talking about this, but you're basically famous. Like yeah. you're, I mean, uh, like to what? Like my family. <laughs> people to watch these, these I mean, things. I've been on more TV than a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it, Pam's so funny. You might recognize this person. Nobody's going to recognize me. <laughs> <laughs> you might recognize this person from the A train last week. Right, yeah, exactly. You recognize her with her purple shirt and her fierce eyes and her pretty hair. It, yeah, she's mm. smoke show. I mean, I think she's famous. Kelly and I go way back. Um, Where did we meet? We met at 
Nola oh Studios. Oh my God. We met at Nola Studios at a oh. Footloose audition. And she had me at Hello, like literally, Southern <laughs> Drawl and all. That was like when she you first came to the city. Yeah, and I was a newbie. You didn't know uh, anybody. And, and it was like, newbie. I wish you would have had like a cigarette dangling because like <laughs> your attitude, it was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And I mean, it was one of your first auditions, but it was like you were straight carbon copy out of like a Capizio magazine, legs for days, neon blue, <laughs> electric, like little like ditty le- leotard with like a cute little skirt. Um, oh. I still have that exact outfit. Um, <laughs> He's wearing it right now, you guys. You can't see it. <laughs> you can't. You, I mean, yeah, I can, I can get one leg in those shorts now <laughs> compared to back then. Uh, but um, no, that whole outfit was sponsored by Rest in Peace American Apparel. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until we crossed paths later on a crosstown bus. In Astoria is where it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't yep. see you, but you saw me get on. Yeah. And I get a text. I was like, the last time I saw you, you were like, <laughs> you were in the oh electric God, you. You were supposed to be in Wisconsin with me. It was so great. <laughs> but um, I get a text on my Blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Pam texts me. She's like, I think I see you on the bus. <laughs> You're like immediately <laughs> horrified. <laughs> Who is this crit? What? And so Pam and I reconnected on that fateful day in Astoria. I think you were going to I work. was. I was headed into work. Yep. And um I was looking for a new hustle and Pam was like, Come work with me. We can be desk agents. And um that was our that was our cute side gig. Mm. And we had we Man, it was fun. Okay, Kelly. So I really am dying to know how you journeyed into healthcare. But before that, let's like rewind a little bit more. Like, where are you from? What's your deal? Mm. Um, Mm. My deal. Uh, Everybody always says that. I love it so much. What's your deal? Okay. (laughs) Deal Uh, deal or no deal? deal. Do I have one? I don't know. Uh, So my deal um, is I I grew up in Georgia. I grew up in a small town called Albany. Uh, It's about three hours south of Atlanta and uh, tucked in the southwest corner of the state. Um, I went to college at Georgia Southern University and got my bachelor's degree in biology. Yes, girl. I am. I love, I, I'm such a geek. I love science. And smart that's a hot brain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a hot brain. <laughs> a hot brain. You are not right. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I mean, but I had, I had a lot of loves growing up. And, and so I, I felt like I was a bit split between loving dance and performance and also loving science. So um, I pursued the degree in biology, but I also danced from the time I was three years old. And, and then I started taking um, classes with uh, Georgia Ballet, with a, a ballet master there. And, but my real dream was to be a Radio City Rockette. And that was... Yes. Dream big. Me, yeah. Dream yeah, big, you know? Mm-hmm. Dream hey, big. What's that? dumb tagline, go big or go home. Yep. Whatever. Yep. I mean, go rock all... it or don't go at all. Yeah. <laughs> so... Kick your face or don't. Yeah. <laughs> there are no other options. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I blame my grandmother for that one because my grandmother would always wake me up every Thanksgiving. Oh, Kelly, the rockets are on TV. Hey! hey! So um, when I was in high school, I got to see the Rockettes for the first time. And afterwards, my grandmother put me in one of the dance classes that they offered afterward. And when I took that class, I was like, oh, hook, line, sinker, I'm done. 
this yeah. is it. This is it. it. Mm. Over. So I begged my dad to fly me to New York my senior year in high school and begged him to let me just audition. Let me audition. Let me just try. And he was a terrified father, but he took me anyway. Oh, dad. Daddy. Dad. I was absolutely clueless. Like clueless doesn't even begin to describe it. I had no resume. I had no headshot. I had no idea. Oh, sweet. I I made it through a couple of rounds of cuts. Yes, girl. And I obviously didn't get the job. But, and my dad was literally across the street, like at some bistro or some, you know, deli or whatever, literally praying, going, oh God, please don't let her get this job. Please don't let her get this job. Please. Gonna get it. You're not gonna get it. You're not gonna get it. We'll get you something fun at home. No. No, man. You know, I, I definitely wanted to end up in a career in healthcare and medicine in some way, shape or form. I'd always said I was gonna be a doctor. I'd always said I was gonna deliver babies. That was like, I'm going to do this. The my, the deal was that parents, okay, well, you go to school, get your degree in biology or whatever you want to study, and then move to New York if you still want to. And that's exactly what happened. I went to college, got my degree in biology, still danced, taught, choreographed, um, all that kind of stuff. And then I moved to New York in 07 with the big dream of yes. becoming a rocket. And it worked out. I auditioned for the Rockettes in April of 08 and I booked the job in by July. They Wait, called me yeah, on the right. job. <laughs> you were a Rockette? Yeah. 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 How did I not know this ahead of time? So oh. you are famous. <laughs> oh my gosh. What was that like? Oh god. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> it I it is one of the hardest jobs any performer will ever do for women that do that job for years and years and years. I mean, mega applause. It is super, super difficult. Would you say, would you say Rockette Nation is harder than your next endeavor, which was nursing school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I would say that theater, um, dance performance uh, requires a thicker skin than healthcare. Um, and it was difficult in different ways. Now, you know, medicine and, and nursing and, and all of that, it has its own challenges. But honestly, I think I grew stronger as a person by auditioning. I mean, I don't know about you, Sarah, but I feel like a dick what I'm doing with my life. She, oh, went, from, million she went from being, yep. <laughs> she went from kicking her face yep. to... My, saving people's lives. My skin is thicker now it. just hearing that story. My like, brain feels <laughs> like a, a tiny little pea in a pod oh, yeah. compared to this one. Oh, my God. She went to school for biology, and then she moved to New York, got the dream, kicked the dream's ass, and then went for another and then went dream. for another dream, and now, and now she's that dream's ass. Wow. Geez. I mean, I'm trying. I don't know. Sometimes it feels like kicking You're nailing off. it. No, you're nailing Christ. it. Your Mensa statue is currently under construction. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're such a fucking good person. Your heart was always like you wanted to perform for people, but you also wanted to take care of people. And that's where healthcare completely came in here for you. Oh, 100%. Let me ask you a question. You said you always wanted to take care of people. I want to know you crushed nursing school, you got into Duke, you killed it went into the Thunderdome of the ER, and now you're in the ICU. What has this year even been like for you? Oh my God. Get real, Kelly. Don't Ooh. even hold back. Get real. Ooh. 
Ooh. Well, I, you know, it's hard to say, it's hard to say what I'm going through now if I don't compare it to what, it, how it was when I started. So, sure. but when we were going through nursing school, like at, at that point, um, in my nursing program, the Ebola virus came over and we saw the very, while I was in nursing school, we saw the Whoa. first patient in New York city at Bellevue hospital. Um, and at that time I was doing a clinical rotation at Bellevue, but to see the news vans and all the coverage and everything as a newbie baby nurse, Ugh. you're, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. And then all of a sudden Ebola sort of was contained and we were like, oh, great. Excellent. We're not going to have to worry about this ever again. <laughs> How fun. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, when I got my first job out of school, I worked in the ER at a hospital in Manhattan. And it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, The things that walk through the door, you know, my God, (laughs) the thing, I mean, you just, you just don't know what's going to come through the door. So it could be anything. It literally could be anything from like the most serious heart attack to somebody saying, I have a hangnail. (laughs) Okay. A hangnail. All right, Kelly. We've established like you're my fucking hero. So now you're like nine other, <laughs> nine other strangers heroes. So Thanks it's no listening. secret. It's no secret that I would cut a bitch for you, but I'm about to like ask you a seriously deep question. I'm talking about ER. I want to know an ER most miraculous, happiest story. And then a uh, worst, most disgusting, almost laughable now that it's over story. Ooh. So some of some of my funniest stories are from the ER. Yes. So, I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny, but it's funny. Like there are times where people come into the ER and they have, uh, how should I put this like politically correct? Um, they are attempting to yep. mm-hmm. uh, pleasure themselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's they, yeah. Yes. And, they insert items that should <laughs> into their bodies. This is now the PSA portion. What was the weirdest thing you ever found up somebody's butt? Um, a Yankee candle. <laughs> oh my god, that must have hurt so bad. I'm speech. I'm speechless. Girl, a I'm jar, not a Yankee can like a jar candle. Yeah, no, that, girl. Uh, that stumpy one. I love- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And it doesn't it doesn't end there. Like um there's like a section on that, isn't there? Oh my god. Champ- like the mini champagne bottle. Oh. Um, oh. A, a small wine decanter. <laughs> Um, wow. Were you all like, kind all were you kinds like playing of games toys. in a part? Were you dared to do this? Well, the best part is is in, inevitably they will always say, oh, I, I fell, fell on, on it. it. Sure. Uh I no. Do you think that maybe one didn't. of those people wasn't lying? And they just happened no. to get lo- <laughs> grouped in. That's no. not that candle guy. No, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Help! I fell on this double-sided oh. dildo. Oh my gosh! And you know the the thing that I always just just reiterate is that like 
please do not insert household objects that shouldn't be inserted. <laughs> you know, there has to be a way to retrieve yep. it. And if not, it's a vacuum and it's going to go in yep. there and oh. it's going to yep. Like you wouldn't try to like build cabinets without a saw. Right. So <laughs> it's the same thing. Don't like stick a Yankee candle up your butt. It's so yeah. true. Imagine if it was lit. That was going to be my question. Was it lit? Dude, it was a used. It was used. Oh. You think it was lit when it went in and then it just kind of got extinguished or? Oh, ouch. Yeah, I'm thinking it was lit and then it, it, no, it, it no way. Out. I don't know. I nope. don't know. I mean, it's a vacuum in there, so it would have gone trying out. Trying to be a quickly, human right? lantern. You don't know. You don't know. I, mean, I am the green lantern. <laughs> you know, and I smell like, to. I smell like beach paradise. Yes. <laughs> Sage and citrus right up my hiney. Wait, what's a good one? Like a happy, like, oh my God, I can't believe I was here for that. That's awesome. So COVID hit about a year ago, yeah. um, you know, today. And um, it, although oh there, were, there were rumblings of it happening in January, yeah. but, you know, it really took a stronghold in at the end of February, early March. And so we're, we're approaching a year now of, of all of this madness. And I'll never forget on March... I want to say it was March 17th or 19th. Um, I walked into my very first COVID positive patient's room. Mm. And he was a very, uh, very young guy. Didn't really have any other issues that, um, you know, would have predisposed him to a complicated course. Um, But he, what his lungs were just ravaged by this (gasps) virus. They were ravaged. And he was like, you could tell, like when you look at people, like he just had a kind face. Mm. And so I, I you know, I'm, what I guess say about I, Sarah. Oh, <laughs> what a kind face. It's the only thing they can't say about my face. It's okay. <laughs> oh, stop it. Um, but he, he looked, uh, he just looked like a kind soul and, um, it, it was terrifying to go into the room because it was new yeah, information for us. Um, you know, it was new gear for us. We've always needed to, you know, put a mask on occasionally with patients, but we've never consistently worn N95 respirators. Oh a, my God. A shield, gowns, double gloves, booties, hair covers, you know, that kind of donning oh of equipment was new for us. And so you, you know, they had, our maintenance folks had equipped all of the rooms with these giant HEPA filters um, that were to create negative pressure so that none of that virus was flowing back into the ICU. Um, so these HEPA filters are going, they're noisy, they give off heat. You've got the ventilators that are noisy. You've got the central monitoring that's alarming because the patient's oxygen levels are falling and their heart rates are crazy. And you've got your IV pumps that are beeping, beeping, beeping. I mean, all these Chaos. things are like, Sensory overload. But, um, you know, all that to say, I was this patient's nurse for over 30 days. Oh my God. Oh my God. Over 30 days, he was in the ICU. And that was still at the very beginning when like nobody knew anything about what this was. We were, and we were just, you know, we were just trying anything that would help. Now, um, the intensivists at my hospital were very proactive in reaching out to other centers, you know, Lots of lots of medical folk were trading ideas, throwing mm-hmm. out any kind of idea that may you know may could help these people. Um, and I think I think our doctors did an awesome job trying to to treat this thing yeah. and you know trying to throw Agreed. spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. You know, um, 
And this guy was on a ventilator for over 30 days. Um, he ended up in kidney failure. So he needed dialysis. Oh my God. All these other things kept happening and it just kept getting sadder and sadder. And like every patient we saw looked like this. They were on a ventilator, their kidneys failed, their heart was a mess. Um, and when I say their heart was a mess, they had a normal heart Mm. before the virus and the effect of the virus causes heart problems. Mm. You know, they've got new onset atrial fibrillation, mm. which, oh my God, yeah, the heart shouldn't, it should, you know, it's, it's not a great rhythm to be yeah. in and it just causes a cascade of other problems yeah. when you're talking about the ICU. So anyway, this guy had the deck stacked against him completely. Um, but on day 39, I walked in that room and I said his name, I'm going to say, pretend his name is Bill. That's not his name, but I said, Bill, open your eyes. And he opened his eyes. Oh, was, oh my Uh-oh. God. So that is exactly my reaction, Pam. Literally, <gasps> in the room, I'm sh- I'm shouting, I'm oh screaming. My God. Like, all the other nurses are like, "What is happening?" And I was like, "Bill, look at me." And he looked at me, <gasps> turned his head, and I went, <gasps> and I went, "Stick out your tongue if you can understand me." And he straight up said, "Oh," <laughs> and stuck his tongue out. And I was like, "Yes!" Oh yes. my God, Bill, he beat Bill, it, Bill. Bill, and I was Bill, like, Bill, 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 yeah. Um, and I picked Bill because that's my dad's name. So, you know. <laughs> someone whose name but is not Bill, dad. but yes, exactly, exactly. I mean, I know, I, like, I, and I, I just I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my gosh, he's he's gonna he's gonna make it. Uh, like he's he is alert. He's he is waking up. And shortly thereafter, his kidneys started to perk up. He didn't need <gasps> dialysis anymore. Oh my god. <gasps> Um, and he was transferred to a rehab facility. Kelly, yeah, so, so amazing. Oh he was my, my first. God. Thank you for sharing that story with us. So I, I oh. have a question to help impart on all of us dummies, like how <laughs> we can do better out here to help support you and make you, healthcare workers' lives easier as we all try to get through this pandemic Wrap this together. pandemic up. What can yeah. we do? With oh, that is, yeah, that's, you know, that's like a multifactorial answer, sure. right? So, um, I mean, one, we have felt the love and the support since the pandemic started. I think, you know, we reached like peak COVID in the spring of last year and things started to quote normalize, although it's a new normal in the summer and then things tick back up in the fall. We, we expected mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, I know everyone's exhausted. I'm can speak for every nurse in the United States and beyond. We are too. Mm. We're sick of this. I, you know, there is not a day that goes by that I don't want to. I I don't want to wear an N95 all the time. Yeah. I don't want to do it. They're not comfortable. They're strapped to your face so tight they leave you bruised. I don't want to do it either. So I know if if I'm tired of it and I this is sort of you know what I do, I know the general public is too. So I get it. It sucks. Um, there's no other way around it. But like if we can just weather this storm a little bit longer and keep on with the the physical measures, right? The wearing your mask when you can't physically distance, washing the heck out of your hands, um, trying to stay you, you can stay social, but you have to do it responsibly, right? Like if you have a pod and you have a group of people that you know are behaving and following the rules and really only staying within their house and you're getting tested frequently, 
there is possibility to congregate outdoors and like see people and be quote social, Mm -hmm. but you have to do it responsibly. You know, you're not, please, please don't be going to the club in Florida Mm -hmm. with a hundred other thousand Mm -hmm. other people. (laughs) You're just like thumping. No, please don't be doing that. Um, Please don't be doing that. Think about Bill. Think about Bill. Exactly. Am I trying to give people medical advice? No, um, that's not my role here. I'm just encouraging people to take the steps if they're comfortable, if they're do- if they've chatted with their doctor or provider and they've deemed it okay for them to get the vaccine, then do it. You know, uh, there's a reason why we don't experience polio and smallpox anymore. Yes, it's because we girl. have vaccines. Yeah, girl, preach. And uh, frankly, polio wasn't cured by lavender oil. It just wasn't. Oh. <laughs> That's lovely, but no. You cut Cam deep with that one. <laughs> I love last room, but I also am waiting for my vaccine. I know right from wrong and how to sleep and make it nice. But oh my God, no. Oh, so it's not medical. The thing that's going to get us out of this pandemic is the physical measures and the vaccines. That's our way out of it. Damn. Damn. <laughs> that hot brain. Love that hot brain. Hot that. brain. God, your brain's so hot. <laughs> so hot. I, those are, that's like flirt words to me. Let's go. <laughs> How wrinkly is your brain? It, it better be wrinkly. <laughs> Got a lot of wrinkles. I know. Um, a lot of stuff. Oh my God. Okay. So a game. Yeah. Let's do a game. Okay. So game number one, we're going to call it talk medical to us. Mm-hmm. Allow me cool. to explain. We're going to take a steamy excerpt from a late 80s Harlequin novel. But we're going to have Kelly replace some of the words with medical jargon. Okay? Oh, Lord. All right. So we so... borrowed a teensy-weensy, emphasis on the ween, excerpt from New York Times <laughs> author Elizabeth Hoyt's steamy novel, Notorious Pleasures. Now we're going to make it into a sort of a Mad Lib. So Pam's going to start out by reading the excerpt, and Kelly and I are going to take turns coming up with words that will fill in the blanks that Pam is going to leave. <laughs> Are you ready? It's it's steamy, I got to say. Let's go. When Let's I wrote go. it, I was like, oh, God, I kept reading. Okay, here we go. Okay. Keep your shirts on. Okay. <laughs> ready? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hero sighed. <laughs> they were in a dim little sitting room off the library of Mandeville House, and she was regretting choosing this particular room in which to fix her... Scalpel. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had she picked the blue oriental room, her big toe would be straight by now. And she'd <laughs> already be back in the ballroom, far away from this embarrassing predicament. <laughs> she lowered her menstrual cup cautiously. <laughs> God. The gentleman with an anonymous emesis basin had discarded his embroidered satin coat and was compressing atop the lady in oh. shirt sleeve oh. and a brilliant emerald waistcoat. His scrubs and wrist restraints were loosened <laughs> to facilitate his surgery. And every now and again, a flash of muscled pectoralis major Ooh. was visible. Mm, oh, sadly, she found the sight mesmerizing. Whomever the gentleman was, his Crocs were quite <laughs> astonishing. <laughs> Hero tore her gaze away to look longingly at 
colonoscopy. <laughs> wow. At her at at the rectum. At, at the, the rectum. rectum. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. The rectum. Mm. Really, few would find fault with her should she turn and verb and wretch from the room. Excellent. Come to this conclusion. Hero sutured took off one diamond suction tubing and lobbed it at the gentleman's cerebellum. (laughs) He swore and turned, looking at her over his phalange with the most glorious testicle she'd ever seen. Wow. Wow. Has anyone ever seen? I'm just, I just want to ask any nurse, has any, anyone, nurses out there, you ever seen a glorious looking testicle? I doubt it. I doubt it. (laughs) I'm not even a nurse and I think I'd have to say no. Yeah. That just, it's not a thing. Yeah. Not a thing. Do you mind, love? He drawled, the anger in his expression having turned to. Oh, queasy. Queasiness. (laughs) When he'd caught sight of her. His arrogance was gravelly and completely unhurried. I'm busy here. Oh my god! <laughs> that was really good. I that one was that good. Game. Well that done, medical good. encyclopedia. Well done. well done. Well done, Nurse Kelly. I try. Um, game number two. Yeah, sit. Okay, I so I was kind of disappointed you didn't go into this when we got to know you a little bit because oh, you're Georgia P. I hate disappointing you, people. You uh, were this rock hat, and then you went to med school. But um, what you didn't, what you failed to um, mention was that you have your hand in the pageants, honey. Oh, yes. so it's going down. Game number two: yeah. pageantry pandemonium. <laughs> Kelly oh, had boy. a very <laughs> Kelly had a very lucrative side hustle and we want in on it. Like we each oh, have come up with a game plan for snagging the crown. We have come prepared for our session with Coach Kelly. Boom. And we're gonna go through all of the events that take place at a pageant, run our game plans by her, and she can give us the true do's and don'ts of the pageant world. I'm awesome. so pumped. I'm Let's go. Well, let me preface this by saying that I was uh, I was part of the OG Miss America system when yes! swimsuit. So <laughs> eliminated the swimsuit competition. But when I was competing, I competed in the Miss Georgia program and won heaps of scholarship money. It was awesome. I didn't I didn't pay for my undergrad at all. Yes, so much scholarship money from it. Um, but yeah, so we we did swimsuit. I paraded my tail around that stage in heels in a swimsuit because that's natural. Right. It's not a pageant, it's a scholarship program. That's true. <laughs> that's let's do it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So excited. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you got it. You got it. It's a it's a date where it's not too warm and it's not <laughs> April twenty sixth. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. Okay. okay. So the first item on the table is evening gown. Sarah, go ahead. Okay. So Coach Kelly, I was thinking about going with like a Judy Jetson theme. But Ooh. from when they met the Flintstones. So like, Ooh. so like futuristic cave woman. And I'm ta- so I'm talking like if Lady Gaga was like Paleolithic. Oh, 
So, wow. Yeah. So the top is going to have like these insane like shoulder extensions that basically turn it into like an upside down triangle that where it comes into the waist. And then the skirt is going to be like a rigid cone made out of like some kind of clear acrylic thing maybe, but with like... So not sustainable, but okay. Not sustainable. (laughs) Right. But the top is covered in faux woolly mammoth pelt. Wow. And I'm doing like the bone in the hair and like all of that stuff. Wow. I, the bone in the, yeah, I think the bone in the hair really completes the outfit. That's, <laughs> do you think the judges will be impressed? I, it, you know, every, t- every time I worked with girls and we, we talked about evening gown, we said, you wear the dress. The dress does not wear you. So, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So, honey, if you work that dress and you work that bone. Okay. Well, on stage. Love it. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. You made me feel like a a dick when I wrote it. All right. All right. Go ahead, Pam. What are you Um, you doing? I'm on a budget and I have a lot of friends. (laughs) We have a lot of mutual friends in um, the costume departments at a lot of Broadway shows. So I was thinking maybe, you know, just to spice it up, I got my bedazzler working again. I got some serious stock of every jewel tone on Amazon. I stocked You're up, good. and I think I, I think I could, I think I could take a crack at Glinda's costume at the top of the first <gasps> act. Damn! Or maybe um, Anna's party dress from The King and I. Oh. Um, uh, the same designer of that dress also worked with someone who had their hand literally in making um cardi b's maroon frock at met gala so we could we could be dazzle any one of these extravagant gowns (laughs) and slap it right on me and i think it would be incredible uh, yeah. I mean, is Bob Mackie involved? Because no, it's it's a it's a we're on a budget, so oh, right, I'm, right, I right. am the Bob Mackie. I'm just <laughs> I'm borrowing excellent. the costume. It's like an RT. It's a rent the runway kind of deal. Oh, that's cool. I'm down with that. You know, in my in my very first pageant that I ever did, I was in uh, middle school, and I begged my mom because I, I just wanted to dance on stage. That was the whole point. Yeah. Like, you get to do a talent <laughs> in these pageants. So I was like, heck yeah, I get to do a solo. I'm going to do it. Yeah. We borrowed my first dress. So you can oh. totally do this. Yeah. You don't have to own your stuff. You can borrow it. And I've got So Oof. yeah, let's go. Okay. Which one? You know, I think the uh, maroon suits your uh, skin tone. Oh, that's dope. I'm going to need two security guards to help me <laughs> up the steps and walk back and forth on that runway. All right. Let's go. Excellent. Nice. Okay. Uh, second item on the table, swimsuit competition. Oh. Yes. I'm stoked. Okay. Sarah. Okay. So for this one, I'm thinking mermaid, like complete mermaid. Um, So I'm like very self-conscious about my thighs and my lower body. So I was thinking (laughs) that I would just completely cover them up up with like a full on tail. The only problem, it's going to be like this kind of sick, like pearlescent kind of green blue. It'll be really pretty. But the only problem I foresee is that I literally won't be able to, to walk. I have a solution for you. Okay, cool. And I can't, I, this is inspiration from Little Mermaid on Broadway. Just wear Heelys and skate around the stage. Oh, that's wow. genius. That's talent yeah. and swimsuit. Wow. I love that. I was going to like enclose my feet in the tail, but then I was thinking that we could have some kind of elaborate, like fake 
boulder or seashell on wheels. Oh, just like that you, that rolls and Then maybe a couple, we could lasso in a couple stage hands to just kind of like roll me <laughs> around in front of the judges. You think they do? Yeah, that? I think, actually, I think that would present a nice, um, you know, contrast to the other people who just walk. That's you what know? I was thinking. Like, who needs to walk when you can be rolled? Right. Wow. On a boulder or a seashell. Wow. wow. Yeah. And you're uh, like, look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Obviously. And, yeah. and seashell bra, for sure. And we'll just have a very aerial kind of moment. What color is your seashell bra? And not purple. I don't want to be like too on the nose. So I think... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe like uh, a nice like... Um, I don't know, coral color. A salmon. Oh, yeah. I was thinking That's orange. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Or like, like yeah, yeah. maybe even like tangerine to skin tone and really Ooh. like shock everybody. <laughs> what about if you did completely encrusted in diamonds? <gasps> yes. Wow. You know? Yes. Brittany um, meets mermaid. It's yes. perfect. Well, I'm coming in with female rights because I don't feel like showing off my Boom. COVID-19 body. I'm yes. Little, yes, girl, feeling yes. a little awkward and uncomfortable out of a swimsuit competition. So I'm going to take it to the next level. I found a fluorescent green body glove bodysuit fully covered with matching flippers and hand waves. They look like seashells. Yes. Go on my <gasps> finger like a ring, and then I'm going to claw through. Although I'm not going to need to because I'm not going to move my arms that much. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we both went under the sea. Very. I yes. mean, I, you're the mermaid, and I found you. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture with my undercover, under uh, underwater camera. And uh, Nice. Yeah. I love can that. You, can you add a snorkel? Just <gasps> Yes. Yes, yeah, like, absolutely. you know, because if Sarah has a prop with the boulder, you need to also have a prop right. in like, uh, also. but you don't right. want to wear, you don't want to wear a mask like goggles because you don't want your beautiful face to be obstructed. So. No, no goggles. I have my eyes under the water. Yeah. yeah, just the, just the snorkel or maybe like the oxygen tank. Yeah. Bedazzled oxygen Bedazzled. tank. I'm going to write that down. I love okay. that. Okay. Um, next item on the table is the talent portion. Yes, let's hear it. Come okay. on. Okay. Sarah? Okay, so I have been, during quarantine, learning to play some of the lesser practiced instruments, um, like the spoons and the washboard, for instance. Wow. So I was thinking I could go kind of like Appalachian <laughs> on this one. Like, I mean... Yeah, I did compete in the state of Georgia, so you're not far off. Amazing. And I could do like a little one man band with like a harmonica and like the washboards and maybe like the spoons going. I love it. You know, you can pull inspiration from Jimmy Fallon when he does the, the school instruments. Yes. 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 Totally. Yes. Yeah. It'd be like school instrument. What song would you play? Um, Blurred Lines. Blurred Lines. Absolutely. Yeah. What Blurred else could lines. I play? Great. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Blurred lines, a million percent. Whatever you think, coach. Yeah. That's great. Or or like a virgin. You can play that. Yes. Yes. Or maybe mm -hmm. like Beethoven's ninth. Oh wow. I mean, wow. Yeah. Next uh, wow. level. Wow. Yeah. 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 That's a that's, that's unexpected. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is <laughs> And I was thinking I could go like full on like like overall skirt kind of look with like the drawn on freckles and like chewing on a piece of hay. 
Cool. Are you going to put your hair like Pippi Longstocking yeah. with yeah, the yeah, yeah, pipe cleaners? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Can you black out a tooth? Totally. Oh, yes. wow. Good. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. awesome. See, this that's is awesome. why I need you because you think yeah. of the details. I'm here for you. All right, Pam. Pam. Alan. Well, I'm here to let the American people know that old pastimes do not take the back seat when it comes to any kind of talent. I'm going to get out on that stage with my ball and yarn with pride. We're going to knit a sweater. We're going to teach the audience how to knit a sweater. And then I'll have an Oprah moment. Everyone gets a sweater. You get a sweater. And you get a sweater. Because I will have made them throughout my time on the bus traveling to the competition. Um, in my in my backup, I would say in uh, my spare time, I've taken up pole dancing. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> so I Good could one. do a solo there, but I I re- I'm feeling the strong suit in the sweater. Yes, because I can give out all these sweaters I made. And yeah, teach. I think the knitting gift, the sweater yeah. is is a gift that's considered talent. And yeah, absolutely. And beforehand, we'll do the the you know we'll do some research on the judges, and we'll figure out like their favorite their sizes. Yeah, yeah, and we'll figure out their favorite things. So like if you know judge one really likes dogs, we'll make sure to like knit a corgi on there or something. That judge three is looking like an alpaca woman to me. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, and and judge four really loves the color purple. So we're gonna <laughs> sure that we knit her. Uh, you know, a, a, a purple sweater. Yeah. And it's, thank God for you, coach. Yeah. Phew. Anytime. I'm anytime. not nervous at all. You got to play to your audience, you know, the audience <laughs> yep. is your judges. Got to read go. the room. Yep. yep. Okay. The last thing to bring to the table is the interview. So important. Ooh, so yes. important. And, th- and also, and also the chair and also the charity of choice. Well, so that was going to be my, my next, my, oh. um, advice was to choose a charity that you would like to work with and uh, sort of garner participation and attention to. So I got a good one. What would be your Mm -hmm. cause and your platform, as we say, in the uh, political action cause or social awareness cause? What would be yours, Sarah? Um, I would say mine would be... um, the the bring back crystal pepsi because i think that really would benefit everyone i you know i was a very inclusive i partook in crystal pepsi yeah yeah Yeah. you did yeah and i got a really strong gofundme right now i just want to get the information out there you know i coupled clear pepsi with hot hot fries so (gasps) wow respect Wow. Yeah, okay. I would. I would eat that on the way to dance class. Excellent, <laughs> excellent teenage metabolism. I mean, I wish I still had it. Mm. Pam, what's your charity of choice? I took this one straight to the heart. Um, I went with the charity "Be a Deer and Donate a Brazier." <gasps> Ooh. You may be familiar with it. I'm That's- not. These these volunteers collect donated bras of all sizes and get them to women in need. Finding bras for homeless women and those who rely on donated or low-cost clothes. So far, they have distributed more than 25,000 bras. So like I always say, let's fill every cup! (laughs) (laughs) 
You should be proud of that one. <laughs> that one's good. That had a really good payoff. That one's really good. You good know, payoff. And in the interview, <laughs> they ask you, oh my God. is there anything you would like to wrap up with that we didn't maybe cover or that you would like to reiterate to us? That's your closing statement right there. There buddy. it is. Oh, every cup. Paired, every with, cup. paired with a deer in headlights look, nails on a chalkboard kind of voice, and a tiptoe stage left in case it goes bad. <laughs> It won't go bad. It's well, could it? it won't go Not bad. Not with you as my coach. Heck no, oh, coach. Anything to make you proud. I'm. I feel it. I, I'm so proud already. <laughs> You're ready. Oh my god! Yeah. I think we're totally and feel the crown it. digging in in my head. I can't wait. You know. Oh my god! Those, that was those so bobby good. pins. <laughs> oh. That was epic. I love that. I wish we could play that with my guests. <laughs> oh my God. I want to borrow your Jetson dress. Damn. Right. Holy mammoth. You can see through skirts. So, <laughs> so. You're going to be a backup dancer for Gaga if we ever know, see her right? in August. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my God. That was so much fun. That was so fun. Yeah. Did you like that, Kelly? Was it fun? I loved it. That's a hoot, you guys. I mean, I can't I believe we finally got Kelly. I can't believe we finally got Kelly to commit. Uh, I'm so happy. I'm so we happy. loved having you. Thank you so much for being here, Kelly. Thank you guys for like for for having me on. But most of all, thank you for you know giving me the opportunity to share my story and Bro. you know spread Hell some yeah. and and have some laughs. I mean, my everyday is so serious and stuff. So this was a nice reprieve. Thanks. Yes, um, girl, you got it. Oh, oh my god, god, we love you. Thank that you so hot much. Brain, hot brain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> guys, well, every week, every week we try to come together and we make it silly and goofy and funny and i know we talked a lot about some serious stuff today and it got real but we love you so much and we hope you made hope you made you smile hope you had a laugh this was so silly towards the end so i'm glad we yeah. got into it and give us a rate give us a review subscribe tell your friends tell your mom's friends we love all nine <laughs> of you so much we want to make more of you we just love you uh yeah so true yeah, you guys, thank you again so much to our guest, Kelly. We are so grateful for you and so everything grateful. you're doing. Thank you to all of our frontline healthcare workers. We are so grateful for you. Um, yeah. You guys, don't forget, keep reading Ali Wong's Dear Girls. We still got that episode coming up. It's coming up Heck soon. Yeah. Club. Um, and yeah, join us next week. Bring your scalpel, your menstrual cup, and your, your wrist restraints. Wrist restraints. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you your so much. Dress. Your oh jets and dress. Your um what was that like green latex bodysuit? It's a body. Oh my glove, gosh. Body, body glove. Um and your best um medical jargon. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. Wash <laughs> your hands, wear a mask, wear your mask. Get vaccinated. And until next time, you guys don't tease don't the tease animals. The animals.